0: nine. And today's podcast is sponsored by Melissamunger.com. Here's your official warning. Christmas is four months away today. Yeah, I think I'm actually gonna put this out on August 25th. If you tend like me to have fantastic gift ideas right after the point when you could actually make them happen. Listen up. Melissa Munger is a watercolor artist who creates beautiful works of art from a photograph that you send her. She does portraits. She does pictures of homes. She does, it's just beautiful. You need to go check it out. Check out her website, melissamunger.com. If you want to give the perfect gift that is most definitely not clutter, a portrait is ideal. Order now and then you can spend December decluttering your guest room. Go to melissamunger.com to see her beautiful work and the gift options that she offers. Melissa, M-U-N-G-E-R.com. Follow Melissa on Instagram and put some beauty and inspiration in your feed. On Instagram, she is melissamungerart. Okay, again, this is podcast number 99, and on my little notes that I have, which is always a good sign when I have notes for my podcast, um, I have three exclamation Exclamation. Yes. Not explanation. Exclamation points after the 99, because y'all that's like one away from a hundred, even though technically I think I skipped a podcast number at some point in the fifties, but we're not going to think about that. That means next week is my 100th podcast for real. Okay. So my plan for that is for Mr. Noni, which is really my husband, um, to join me. If you are new around here and you don't know what Noni means, it's how I started blogging in the beginning. I It's short for anonymous because this is my deep, dark secret. I didn't want anyone to know that it was me. It's taken a long time and a lot of um, personal angst to come to the point where I now have my real name attached to all of these embarrassing confessions. But anyway, um, so for 100, for episode 100, Mr. Noni is going to join me. And um, I would love for you to send me any questions that you have for him. You can ask him anything. We may or may not answer anything, but you can ask him anything. Um, Just go to uh, my website. You can leave a Oh, you can leave a comment on these, the show notes for podcast number 99. Just go to aslobchemsclean.com slash podcasts with an S and, um, you can find this podcast, the show notes, which on that as well, I will have, um, an example of Melissa's work for you to see. Okay. But you can also go straight to her website anyway. So, but go there, leave a comment or email me at Dana at com. That's D-A-N-A, Dana. Okay today's podcast is about things that change and things that don't. Um, I am in the week of change for 2016 for me. Um, Yes, New Year's is a great time of year for resolutions. It's a great time to say, okay, things are changing as of now, except that the problem with January is that yes, on January 1st, when everybody's off of work and out of school and out of routine, the idea of, oh my goodness, change is going to happen. Um, But then you go back on January 3rd or whenever to work or school and everything, life goes back to being exactly like it was back on December, you know, 23rd or whatever it was. Um, And you just kind of get back into that rut where with each school year, there really is actual change that happens. Um, For anybody who's living that lifestyle of either you're an educator or you have kids who are in school or, you know, whatever it is. Um, the reality is that things change for us. We have a different routine every year because that's just how it is. Wasn't as much that way when the kids were little, but, um, where we live, you know, my kids, I, I know there's some people who their all of their kids are in one school. I have had maybe two years where I had more th- three years, I think, because I all my kids are two years apart, and so they overlap a little bit here and there, three years total out of the last ten when I have had more than one child at the same school, and usually there's a little bit different start time um that is is good when there is because then it's easier to pick up and drop off but um but there's change every single year they're either going to a new school at the very least they have a new teacher, they have um new people that they're associating with, you know, different things start up at this time of year. You know, a lot of times you have a break from Girl Scouts and dance and all that kind of stuff, gymnastics and those things in the summer. And then in the fall, everything kind of just kind of gets going again and gets moving. And so it's kind of a great time to make decisions. Um, it's a time to, it's a time where things really do change. And so for me, I've always said for moms, the real new year is September. Okay. Because that is the real Time where things actually have a brand new, fresh start to them for us. So, um, I'm talking about things that change and things that don't because change is a definite. I mean, it just happens in life. Um, Seasons of life are real things. Um, I've talked about this a lot before. I'm really big on just embracing each season. When I was I don't remember how old I was, maybe in fifth or sixth grade. I know I was young because it was really impactful, but I went to a high school graduation because I thought it would be exciting. I did not realize how amazingly not exciting high school graduations are. Anyway, uh, but I went to one and I remember the speaker talking about how you should enjoy each phase of life for what it is. And don't wish away the current phase that you're in waiting for the next phase of life. And I took that to heart and I embraced it in a lot of ways except my house. But in my life overall, I mean, I just said, "Okay, I'm in junior high. I'm going to enjoy being in junior high. I'm not going to just pine over the dream and idea of someday being a high schooler or whatever. I just I just said I'm just going to enjoy it. I enjoyed high school and well, most of high school. Um I enjoyed college. I enjoyed singlehood. I enjoyed newlywed without kids. I enjoy, you know, so it's just, I've tried. And of course it's not necessarily a day by day because there are moments that are not really enjoyable, (laughs) but, um, overall I've really made it a point to just kind of focus in and say, I'm going to embrace whatever stage of life that I'm in, which is the best way to do it. But as you know, I didn't do that in my home. I kept looking to the future. I kept thinking that stuff didn't have to equate with that life philosophy that I had. Stuff was kind of this separate thing. And stuff was something that never occurred to me, that my house was a container. It never occurred to me that I didn't have room for something. And it was just like, oh, okay, well, I don't need this now because I'm embracing my current stage of life. I don't need it right now, but I will need it someday. And so I'm going to keep it. And so, you know, that I feel like I'm rambling at this point, but my point is seasons of life happen, change happens, it's part of life. I'd rather it happen than not, right? Because the other options are, are, are sad. So anyway, um, there are things that change. There are things that don't. Um, as kids grow, this is the current stage that we're in. So um, last year, I had a fourth grader, a sixth grader, and an eighth grader the eighth grader had practices after school for his sports, football and basketball. The sixth grader had different things that he was involved in. The fourth grader had a few things that she was involved in. And so, um, but, but what was good about it was everybody left for school at the same time. You know, everybody pretty well, the the eighth grader was a little bit later, but I mean, pretty much it was just, it was that. Well, this year we've gone back to having, now we have a fifth grade. they all did pass, yay for them, um, a fifth grader, a seventh grader, and a ninth grader. Well, seventh and ninth grades are the year when football practice and basketball practice, whatever, in the future, um, those are all in the morning. Like, we're talking the seventh grader has to be at school, are you ready for this, at 6.30 a.m., yeah, let's all have a moment to feel sorry for me. Okay, well, I mean, really, when I think about it, though, he had swim practice, (laughs) same kid, pretty much all summer at 6am. But anyway, and that was in a town like 20 minutes away, but whatever. Um, But that's where we are. So but that is not necessarily the issue as much as one kid has to be there at 630. The freshman has to be there at seven. And then the fifth grader has to be there about 720. Okay, so it's it's kind of and my husband's helping. He's taking, um, you know, we've, we've got it worked out at this point, but the point is it's a completely different morning than what we had last year. Last year, we had it figured out the year before that, when I had a seventh grader who had to be there at six 30 in the morning, we had it figured out, but then the next year it was different. And guess what? Last year was a little bit easier than the year before, but now we're back to this, but it's even more because now we have, you know, two kids that have to be there super early. So, my point is that things change, things have changed. So let me just kind of tell you where I am in um, this week and how I'm adjusting to this change, okay? I am just in the middle of it. So I am so not giving any kind of, okay, if this is your situation, this is what you should do. Cause I've totally figured it out because <laughs> I haven't. Um, I'm just saying that it's really worked well for three whole days and I'm really proud of myself, but I also acknowledge that I'm going to have to keep on going and maybe in about six weeks, I will go, okay, this is how it's really actually working out. So, um, basically Oh, and the other thing about that too is I've. Okay, I'm starting to get off track. So I'm going to go back. Oh, I bet you Melissa is so super happy that this is the podcast she sponsored, don't you think? Sorry, Melissa. Anyway, so I'm going to go back because I forgot to talk about something. I want to talk about my summer report of my house. And I talked about this on the blog. There's a picture that I took on Monday morning when I sat down to blog and I had been in my kitchen, I had cleaned it up. I had laundry day was going full force and I was all proud of myself. And I sat down to, um, get back to blogging, you know, cause school had started and I took the summer off and I looked up and I was like, Oh yeah, I should probably be honest about this. So I took a picture from where I was sitting with my phone. So I didn't even have to get up and go find my camera and get tempted to fix something anyway. But it shows basically where we were after the summer of being out of routine because summer is crazy. Routine is gone. Everything gets, um, just nothing's normal. Okay. So whatever it was that we had gotten under control in the school year, then summer happens and it completely blows up. But unlike the school year, it never evens out because one week is vacation Bible school. One week is vacation. Um, another week, these two kids are at camp. And then another week, this kid is at camp. And then we have swim at six in the morning, but then that's over. And then, um, the other kid starts, you know, football and band before school starts in August and all this crazy stuff. And so summer never does get down into that routine. Okay. So I was showing it, but the thing that I wrote about in that post that you can go read it, I'll link to it in the show notes. But the thing I wrote about there is basically, It was better than my house used to be on just some random Thursday in April. Okay. Even though that was in the middle of school and we were supposedly in a routine. And it's because of the things that did happen. The things that did happen over the summer was that I washed dishes every single day. I didn't always get them done at night and then emptied the first thing in the morning. Um, But I did them every day. And because of that, we had clean dishes to eat off eat off of almost every day. I do say almost. But almost every day we had dishes clean dishes to eat off of. I did not buy any paper plates this summer in the past. The last couple of summers I've bought a big jumbo pack of paper plates just to kind of help us make it through because it is a big difference when I have um five people, well, four people home all day eating, you know, breakfast and you know, they're making their own breakfast. We're not just eating, you know, little quick things. They're like making breakfast burritos for themselves or whatever. And lunch, you know, that's a lot more dishes. And so I used to buy paper plates. Well, it was a probably early August when I realized, Oh, I never bought paper plates this year. And we've been perfectly fine. And it's because that was the stuff that did happen. Okay. That was the stuff that didn't change. Was I'm going to do the dishes every single day, even if I don't don't do it perfectly. I know the best way to do it is to do them at night. Meaning for me, since I have a dishwasher, I run the dishwasher at night. The next morning, I put them away. That's the ideal. I didn't make the ideal, but I still got it done because the thing that doesn't change is that my dishes have to be done every day. Period. I didn't know that before I started the blog. I thought you do dishes when you run out of dishes. Um, but that doesn't work. (laughs) So that's why you end up eating off paper plates a lot anyway. But for me, that is the thing that doesn't change is I had to do the dishes. Another thing that didn't change over the summer, even though the midst of all of our schedule and routine and everything was all changing, um, was that Monday is laundry day. That happened. Laundry happened. Did I do it perfectly? Oh my word. No. Did we run out of underwear a couple times? Oh my word. Yes. Not very many times, but I know there was at least once or twice where my husband's like, uh now, usually it was that, Oh, well, I actually didn't fold that load out of the dryer, which is what I now do pretty much every time to keep it, um, under control and to avoid the big pile. I'm like, go look in that pile on the recliner in the living room, which you can see in the picture from yesterday. Um, but if you'll look there, there's some clean underwear there. So that, you know, that was kind of how it was. Um, we did, but and sometimes over the summer laundry day would stretch for 4 days i'm talking a little bit about why it is that i don't change laundry day okay even though it doesn't always look perfect i don't change that because it's so important to how my brain works um other things that happened were 5 minute pickups were they every single day without fail at the exact same time no not at all but I knew that when I started getting that panicky feeling and when my house started to drive me crazy, I would say, okay, five minute pickup. And my kids are old enough now that I can say that. And a five minute pickup makes a huge impact. I could even text them from the grocery store and say, Hey, um, by the time I get home, which my kids are old enough that I can go to the grocery store by myself. Um, but I would text them and say, Hey, by the time I get home, I need you guys to have done a five minute pickup. And that it's huge. I mean, it's like, okay, those three things, just making sure those we're done every day, made a huge difference. Was I sweeping every day like I really know that I absolutely should? No, but that's something I'm getting back into now that I'm getting back into my routine. But um so those were the things that didn't change in the midst of everything changing dishes, laundry, five minute pickups. Not because I'm so wonderful at all, but because I have finally accepted that. What are things that have to be done no matter how wild my life gets or how crazy and out of routine things are? Dishes have to be done. Sorry, but they do. Other things can go a long time. Sweeping the floor, it may not be beautiful. It may be embarrassing when someone happens to come over and I see that there's a spinach leaf on the floor and I realize, I think that's been there for probably... 36 hours. Anyway, um, yes, it's, it's embarrassing and all that, but I can live for us to function as a home. We have to have clean dishes, period. It has to be done. We've that is eating is part of it. It's part of life. It's part of motherhood. It's part of, you know, being able to afford to live, to not eat out for every single meal. So, that is crucial. That's something that cannot change. Dishes have to be done every single day. And if I don't do them, then dishes math comes into the picture and I end up spending five hours recovering my kitchen um, because I've used up every single dish that we own, um, including drinking out of measuring cups. But anyway, um, other things that don't change are laundry. We have to have laundry. And then the five minute pickup, There were probably, there's probably a a couple times where we went a week without one, but we could see the big difference. A five-minute pickup, the absolute truth about that is that it's shocking the difference that five minutes of focused picking up can make in a home. Shocking. Shocking. Okay? Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to Bluenile.com. That's Bluenile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. something I was going to mention was exercise. Um, Things that change versus things that don't change. This is an example of how sometimes change is good. Okay. Dishes. Yeah. They're going to have to be done every day for the rest of my life. Oh, well, I'm sorry. But um, exercise is another thing, kind of like sleeping, sweeping the floor where yes, I know that it needs to be done every day. And if I will do it, it's so much easier than waiting until you know, my floor is covered with stuff or my behind is covered with the sounded wrong, whatever. Anyway, it's easier to keep up with daily as opposed to letting it go, but you can survive indefinitely, not, I mean, not indefinitely, um, letting it go for a while. Well, I, but sometimes change is good for me. I, I've talked before about working out at 5am with Camp Gladiator. And, um, it's something that, um, I really loved for a long time and it worked really great for me. And then I would say probably in about April or so, I was just like, yeah, I'm done. I hate it. I'm done. And it's not that I don't think it's great because I think it's a wonderful program. My husband's still going. Um, I just, I'm done. Like I, I can't do it. I can't, I can't make myself do that anymore, but, but it's not an option to not exercise. Okay. Okay says the person who's gained weight lately, but, um, but it isn't, I know it's not an option to not exercise. So this summer I started doing some other kinds of exercise and I'm trying to go to an eight thirty class now. So eight thirty in the morning, um, which at first I was like, oh, that's the worst time because I dropped my kid off at seven twenty, And then that just gives me just enough time to get home and get going on stuff and then messing things up. But I'm like trying to look at it this way. And this is what I've done for three days. Um, I have, instead of Coming home and getting to work on things, which often is just an excuse to not actually do the things in my house that need to be done. Instead of that, I have been coming home and then having my Bible study because I used to do that kind of after the 5 a.m. workout before the kids got up. I would do my Bible study. Well, now that really isn't working. So they're in and out of the kitchen and needing things. And so it doesn't work for me to do it while they're home. So it's like, okay, come home from drop it off my daughter have my Bible study, which I have paired with drinking my one cup of coffee a day, which makes that sounds really bad, but it really makes me excited to do my Bible study. (sighs) Partly because I like to do it, but also it's like, I am so excited to sit down and have that. I drink my coffee while I do this. This is anyway, my motives are not completely bad, but it really, it does. It's motivation for me. So I do that and then I um I've my goal is to have already emptied the dishwasher um during all the craziness of the morning and put things in there from that didn't fit from the night before which I'm hoping to get back into the evening routine of running it at night and emptying it in the morning so that's not an issue but we're not quite there yet so still kind of off on how much um is left over after the evening load but um so getting that done and then um you know, doing something else. Yesterday, I had about, I don't know, 10 minutes. And I said, okay, well, it's Tuesday. And so I'm going to clean the bathrooms. And I'm going to see what I can get done in the next, you know, couple of minutes before I need to leave and go to this exercise class that I was going to. So that is my new routine. I'm giving it a shot. I'm giving it a try. Um, Here's the thing that I tend to do or I tended to do that I still have to struggle against. And that is looking at my schedule on paper and trying to figure out how everything is going to work. But the problem with that is if I, here, here's what works better for me. Say, I know I have to get these things done. I have to do dishes. I have to do laundry. I need to sweep the kitchen and do a five minute pickup. So if I know those things and it's like, this is my awkward pause is these different drop-off times and pick-up times. So I'm going to get as much done as I can. And I know it's Tuesday, which Tuesday, ideally, it doesn't always happen, but ideally is the day I clean my bathroom. So if I looked at it on paper, I would say, well, I need 30 minutes on my calendar to clean my bathroom. But instead, I have 10 minutes between being done with the daily stuff and needing to leave to go to work out and So I know that today's the day to clean the bathroom. So I'm just going to see what I can get done in 10 minutes. And my son came home and said, wow, mom, you clean the bathroom. It looks really good. And I'm pretty sure that the actual time I spent in there was maybe six minutes. Okay. And I wiped down the counters. I threw away trash. I Swiffered the floor, both dry and wet Swiffered the floor, um, which the swiffer. Yes, I am technically an ambassador for them again, but I'm just telling you this personally. I don't know why I never used my Swiffer behind the toilet. Okay. But it's like the perfect thing in the world because I cannot stand bending over and cleaning behind the toilet. But I'm like, why did I never use my Swiffer before to do this until I wrote a post for them about it? And I'm like, oh my goodness. It picks up everything. And so I use the dry and then I use the wet and then I can throw them away because bathrooms are gross. Um but I do. Um, so I got that done and that was just six minutes, but it's like, Oh, okay. No, I didn't get to the master bathroom or even the guest bathroom, but which sounds like we have a lot of bathrooms, but whatever. Anyway, I didn't get to all those, but I got something done and that something made an impact on my home and made a difference. Okay. So, um, okay. So here are some things. Another thing I was going to talk about laundry a little bit. Um, laundry day is something that I used to, you know, you have to understand that I am the person who still sometimes just goes, I just cringe when I think that people look to me for cleaning and organizing advice. And I've written a book about cleaning and organizing, which I'll talk about in just a minute. Um, yes. Sometimes I just go, this is me y'all. This is my struggle. But I, I, I realize that often it helps for someone to come from a point of struggle as a, poise, uh, as a poised, as opposed to coming from a point of everything being completely natural to them. They don't understand how to explain it to the person who really, really struggles, and it doesn't come naturally to. So I get that. I get that's where I am. I get that's my job. You know, that my life path that I've been given. But, you know, so when I first um, discovered the wonders and joys of laundry day, which sounds crazy, but it's really not. Um, I was hesitant to say you should have a laundry day because I get it. I get why people are anti laundry day because the idea of it seems absolutely crazy, like crazy talk. Okay. And the idea of doing a load of laundry start to finish every single day is so much more logical. I mean, it just, it's like, well, of course, if you'll just do a little bit, you know, kind of like, what was that I was talking about earlier? That's, oh, sweeping, you know, it's so much easier if you just do it every day, exercise so much easier if you just do it every day, um, and never gets out of control, blah, blah, blah. Great. But the fact is that did not work for me. Now, if somebody can do it once a day and they're like, "Uh, well, duh, of course I do that. And why wouldn't you do that? Great. Good for you. Go. Wonderful. But if you struggle with laundry and you've tried the once a day method, and maybe like me, you end up washing the same load six or seven times, which happened to me several times this summer, even with laundry day. But anyway, um, but if you're like me and that just is like, seriously, why does this not work for me? This is supposed to be the perfect way you need to try laundry day. I used to not tell people you have to do this. It was just like, well, this is how I do it. And, um, he just said, maybe it would work for you. And I'm like, no, you need to try it because it works. Okay. So I told you about how over the summer laundry day itself often took four days, which some people, who don't understand my logic behind laundry day would look at that and see that as laundry day failed. Like it didn't work, but it does because it's not about the day. It's about the project of laundry. I am a project person. I love projects. I love starting, accomplishing, finishing being done with projects. I like walking away from projects. That's part of my personality. And it is part of the personality of a lot of people who struggle in their homes is not the day by day mundane stuff is just like, "Mm, it's enough to, Oh, anyway, I don't know. I really wasn't going to say anything bad, but I almost feel like what should come out would be something bad, but I didn't have anything bad. Anyway. So it's this, it just goes against our personality. You know, that whole mundane, boring day-to-day stuff. Like seriously, I have to do the dishes again today. I just did them yesterday. Shouldn't they still be done? Because I spent, I did a lot of work on that and they are so rudely dirty again. This makes no sense. You know, so it's that project brain, um, laundry day as a thing works so well with project brain. Okay. Because here's how laundry day, is not a failure, even if it takes four days. Okay. It's not so much about the day. It's about gathering up all the dirty clothes in the house. Okay. Which as I've talked I have another podcast on just on laundry day and how it works and all that. And there's two chapters in the book coming out about laundry day and how it works and all that. But the thing about laundry day is it's about gathering up all the dirty clothes, which the first time you do it, is not a true representation of a week's worth of clothes, but getting to the point where you are gathering up all your clothes and it's one week's worth of dirty clothes. Okay. Having a realistic idea of how much, how many clothes, sheets, towels, whatever we use in a week. Okay. Gathering all that up and working your way through it until it is finished. Okay. The key is to not add newly dirtied clothes into those piles those newly newly dirtied clothes go in the hamper. Okay. So for example, my friend, my, my kids would have friends over the summer, over to the house over the summer, and there would be a pile of dirty clothes outside the laundry room. (sighs) Once upon a time, I would have moved that and said, oh, well, you know, let's get this out of the way. So people don't see it. It's like, no, laundry day is our thing. This is how we do laundry. That's just where the dirty clothes are. And that is the, those are the dirty clothes that I am working through. I am not adding to those. Any new clothes that get dirty or new towels that get dirtied or whatever, they go in the hampers. And those hampers or laundry baskets or whatever it is that you have as your place or even just pile in your master bedroom by the door, whatever. Um, that is the spot where new things go. That's next week's laundry day. Okay, so that allows me to finish work my way all the way through the dirty clothes and not feel like laundry day never ends. Okay. Because I love it when things end. I love feeling like I'm done and finished with something and then I don't have to think about it anymore. So because I have this, it's not about the day. It's about the finite amount of laundry that I'm doing to be able to say that I'm done. And so let's say I really was doing a couple of weeks, I did one load of laundry a day. I did occasionally have to rewash a load because, oh, I forgot about it. But it's still just those items that are in the piles waiting to be done for this quote unquote laundry day. Okay. potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I hope that makes some sense. But my point is, laundry day is something that I am passionate about, and I'm not going to change, okay? To the point where... I have become pretty unashamed about it. My daughter, um, it's probably been about three years ago. Um, my daughter was very easy to potty train. Like she had one accident ever and it wasn't really even an accident, but I remember it so clearly because she could not stand to wear wet clothes at all. I mean, like no way, no how basically I took her out of diapers and she was like, one time and went, Oh, well, that's disgusting. I'll just go to the bathroom. And I never had to worry about it again. I mean, seriously, easiest child ever to potty train. Don't, don't hate me because I had the worst child ever to potty train before that. So, um, but this, my daughter, um, at school had sat in something. I don't know what it was, but they gave her some extra pants that the nurse had to change. It was not that she had had an accident because she didn't do stuff like that, but whatever it was, she couldn't handle her pants being slightly wet. So she changed and sent me home. And so when she came home, we had the pants and she told me, um, which just so you know, if you're in, not in the U S we say pants, but what we actually mean is like jeans or trousers or whatever. I don't just mean underwear. Okay. Anyway. But so they had sent this home And she told me that the nurse said we needed to wash it and send it back the next day. (laughs) And I said, well, if she asks, you tell her that I do laundry on Mondays. And so I'll send it to her next Tuesday. I can be a little uh, decisive maybe, or, um, you know, I'm, I'm pretty like strong in some of my Things that I say, and it's probably a little rough and gruff sometimes. But anyway, but my point was laundry day works for me. It does not work for me because you know what would have happened? I probably would have stuck it in the washing machine, and then I would have forgotten about it, and I would have washed that same pair of pants four times until it got around to Monday, which is when I'm focused on laundry, and that's when I do laundry. Okay. So anyway, that was my, um, you know, it it was kind of this moment where I realized, you know what, laundry day works for me. And that's just how we're going to do things. You know, for example, um, so I have a kid who's in football. And thankfully, 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 they actually they have all school issued football workout clothes, and they actually wash them for the kids. Like that is, they put them on these I don't know these rings or something they hook them through there and then they go through the wash and they pick them up the next morning. I mean it's believe me. It's it's awesome. So anyway, they do this and I knew this because I had an older kid. But, you know, the younger kid we're trying to explain to him how everything works and how you're going to do things and they have these things called compression shorts for athletes. Well, they're expensive and I told him I said I want you to put these with on your ring, you know, to get them washed. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's what you're allowed to do. Cause I've had a kid go through this before. I said, you're allowed to put them on there, put them with your workout clothes and get them washed every time. Um, I said, because I don't want you bringing them home because I don't do laundry every day. But then as he was convinced, they weren't going to let him do that, which of course they did. Um, my other option, because I know how well laundry day works, I'm not going to change laundry day because I know how well it works. Um, I, my other option in my mind was to buy enough compression shorts, even though they're expensive to, for him to make it through a week to the next laundry day, because that's what works. Now here's the other thing too. As I said, I used to be hesitant about recommending laundry day, but because I've been doing it for, I think six years now, it's seriously about to be my seventh anniversary of blogging. Anyway, but I've been doing it for about six years now, and I especially didn't like to say it for somebody who worked outside the home, um, because uh, you know it's like, well, I get it, I'm home, and yes, of course that makes it easier. I'm not claiming that it doesn't, but the truth is, even on days or weeks when I am out of the house from six forty-five a.m to 6.45 p.m., I still make laundry day work because it comes down to that project mentality, gathering up all the clothes, working your way through them, even if it takes more than one day. But if you can get it down, you'd be amazed how quickly you can get through them if it's really, truly only one week's worth of clothes and not like all the clothes that haven't been washed in the last seven years or whatever. Just kidding. Um, sort of. Uh, but anyway, so that, you know, it's it's like... I can still make it work. It's that beginning and ending. That's the key to this. So that's how it is. So it's like, I know because of experience what works. I'm trying to figure out from experience how to use this new schedule that I have of, dropping off one kid at six 30, dropping off another kid at seven 15, um, trying to work out at eight 30. Okay. So by doing that, I'm doing the best that I can fitting in the tasks that I know have to be done. The things that don't change, I'm trying to fit this, fit them into this schedule that has changed. And then over time I'll figure out, okay, this is how it works into that. Okay. I am glad to be back and I'm concerned. This is a super rambly podcast, but Hey, whatever. Um, I am excited um, to also make sure that you know because I don't remember if I talked about this in my last podcast. I don't know if I, um, the last one that I did before summer, if I talked about it necessarily um, having that I'd already put it out or what. But anyway, my book is officially available for pre order wherever books are sold, your favorite bookseller, however you want to say it. Um, If you want to see the cover, I will put a link to that in the show notes. And I am so excited that um, it's there. It's coming out November 8th, which is election day here in the U.S. Anyway, um, but uh, it's coming out soon. So I'm excited about that. I'm excited for you to pre-order your copy with every copy that you pre-order. And that lets the bookstores know, that this is something people are looking forward to and they're more likely to actually put it on the shelves in the physical bookstore. Um, so they watch those pre-orders really closely, which, um, so every single person who pre-orders, I am so incredibly thankful. And there will actually be some bonuses coming up for pre-orders. And if you have already pre-ordered, you will totally be able to claim those as well. So, um, I am excited about that. So don't forget to go to, um, to email me your questions for my husband for podcast number 100. And also visit our sponsor, melissamunger.com and start brainstorming for Christmas gifts so that you won't have to be stressed out about that in December. Okay. Thanks for joining me. And I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.